0: How would like, oh, you want to bet he's playing right now? Yeah. Yeah, probably. I'm not taking that bet. He's certainly doing that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're here! Hello. Hey, Michael. <laughs> hey guys. Uh, were you playing, uh, Switch? Uh, I, I was not. Oh. You should have taken the bet.
0: Dang, I should have. What was the? Oh, we were we were guessing that you were like a couple minutes late because you were like frantically trying to finish your switch game.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, JJ. How yep. does Warcraft Three Reforged still not have a release date? It's not out. That's how. Well, it says by twelve thirty one. Uh, nope. That analog pocket has a micro SD port, and there are rockers on the back for extra buttons. We
0: say what do mean, rockers mean?
1: You know, like uh, R and L buttons.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha.
1: Uh huh. Shoulder buttons. Shoulder buttons. Welcome to We Were Gamers, a podcast about retro gaming. Is that what we do? Mm. I mean, we 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 are could be considered retro, and we are and we game. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. Well done. Hello, that's Michael, by the way. Hey, everybody, and JJ's here. Yep. I still want an Analog Pocket, and I'm Andy. Uh, Welcome back, everyone. Let's see. Two days ago, we released our subpod, the subspace transmission number 14, about uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Dax, the episode Dax, and the character Dax, I guess, also?
0: Yes. (laughs) Both.
1: So, matter of fact, I enjoyed it.
0: It was good. We had a fun time. I like Deep Space Nine a decent amount.
1: I think I didn't remember the first season being a little bit rough, but it's still very good.
0: Yeah, I, you know, as we talked about on that podcast, I've been watching a little bit of it. And, uh yeah, some of it is good and some of it is like, yeah, OK.
1: <laughs> oh, well, um excuse me if I drop out of this podcast. I don't know if either of you have this. I, I'm assuming, JJ, you don't. Michael, you may, but uh, we may have a visit from the Wicked Witch of the West here any minute. My house feels like it's about to blow away.
0: Is that some kind of, like, code word because you don't want to say a bad word or something? Why, it, the Wicked Witch of the West? is No, call? I mean,
1: literally, it feels like there's a small typhoon. Well, a typhoon would have rain, so Twister outside my window here the, the
0: tornado tornado <laughs> twister yeah uh uh okay, i'm just making sure that we're not like is this, is this like the bad word of the day or something
1: <laughs> like i was very confused <laughs> we why just, we didn't just say the word okay uh-huh. tornado no i thought i was being clever or er, or er, but i'm I, yeah i'm sure at some point in here the wind will buffet this window and everyone will hear it but Uh, We live in California, and now when there are high winds, sometimes they just shut off your power. So we'll see.
0: (laughs) What if your neighborhood was built like a sane one and the power lines were underground? Just saying.
1: Not in this country. Nah.
0: nah. (laughs) I don't know. That's a thing that people do in places like my neighborhood. (laughs) I'm just saying. Stop, it's all right. Stop, stop talking nonsense. Take Jr. it easy,
1: Richie Rich. <laughs> what? <laughs> this, this I'm sorry. From the 60s. <laughs> I don't see if We don't live behind dollar bill sized gates.
0: Man, I wish I did. That would actually be kind of cool. Yeah. Like imagine like the mansion of Scrooge McDuck, where it's giant dollar bill signs on your gate as it opens. <laughs> I think that if I had a gate only for my property,
1: I I would have to do it.
0: Yeah. Or right. we'll get your name, like your initials, like, you know, like AT or do something crazy like Your that. initials is
1: rough because then you're saying I'm the more important one and, you know, your, yes. your family lives there. Uh, Unless you okay. have two gates. Right. You could, you know what you could do? So, like, for your house, you would have your initials on one side and your spouse's initials on the other side and you just do there a roundabout right, in front okay. of the house. There you go. The drive it. situation. That would work. Yes. Or you could have two gates with dollar bills. You have to go through the first <laughs> gate and then the next gate
0: is yeah. the same thing again.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. All right. Uh, well, how was your weekends, guys? It was, a uh, it was kind of short one. It felt like, but you know, we're back.
0: It's always good to be back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did a little bit of adult work here. Uh-oh. Uh, I don't know. It's uh my wife and I did a 5k this weekend. That was oh, good fun. Oh, cool,
2: man. Awesome. Yeah, Congratulations. We, did
0: the, we did the Santa run down here, so we put on half of a Santa Claus costume and and tennis shoes uh, <laughs> and, and like running shorts and <laughs> you know. Uh, Were they, they red keep,
1: running shorts or green?
0: No, nah, I don't own those. I just own black ones. But the yeah. uh certainly a lot of people did dress up in like holiday tights and all kinds of stuff. They give you like felt santa looking pants which last year when i did this i wore and that was a bad idea so i didn't do that this year (laughs) the uh you know doing a run uh you move your legs a lot and the crotchal area just completely wore out uh, there's your bad word of the the day (laughs) uh it wasn't good and like you know i wore pants underneath those because also they're like very huge So you You
1: wore pants under your felt pants. Maybe that was the problem.
0: The problem was just wearing the felt pants. It's that I didn't do that this year and (laughs) had a great time.
1: Uh, We didn't do a proper control, though, because you didn't wear pants
0: this year and be fine. I did. Oh, just the felt pants. Well, there would be a problem at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Aforementioned wearing out issue, and then all Uh of a sudden you would just be... yeah. Exposed, <laughs> indecently.
1: <laughs> we got off the rails. That was good. That was worth it. Thank yeah. you. Welcome. Oh man. Oh, Michael, save us. Get us back on track to something, anything we used to do on this podcast. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take you guys back. Um, we're going back to the '90s. Some of the greatest. Some of the greatest children's television programming of all time. Uh, if this is about. The Zelda show. I'm just gonna take my headphones off, and you guys text me when you're done. <laughs> what? what was, I think I think Andy's power just cut out. JJ. Oh, whoops! No, very funny. Very funny. Um, no. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a name out there, and I want you guys to tell me what comes to mind.
0: Olmec. Uh, the final boss of Spelunky.
1: Ooh, <laughs> not, where, not where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> Um. Uh. Uh. Hidden Temple.
0: Yes, Yes. I was going to say it's Legends of the Hidden Temple as well. It is Legends of the Hidden Temple. Now, what if I told you they're bringing it back?
1: I'm I'm in. Are they bringing back all the teams? And and not just bringing it back, but bringing it back for adults
0: and set in a real jungle.
1: I was wait.
0: Uh, All right, now I'm back out.
1: (laughs) Well, hold on. I'm happy that it's adults because I was going to feel really weird, like. A bunch of adults are going to watch this and then start betting on kids and stuff, <laughs> you know, yeah, and yeah, like that, yeah, yeah, it's going to yeah. get too and intense. Gray, yeah, yeah. Uh, but in a jo- okay, so this is run by Mark Burnett or whoever runs the reality TV reality, thing, reality right. TV guy, right? Uh, yeah, it's being brought back by Quibby. Who I excuse am me, not familiar with cube? michael i think you i, I think I, you I, sneezed I, into the microphone <laughs> <there>. <laughs> the are you talking cube? about that thing from uh, disney or no from nintendo quibi uh, you mean cubert cube no not cubert <laughs> what's the cube that isn't cubert the one that oh no never mind move on huh <laughs> there's a he's a spirit in smash is the only reason i know him and he's literally just a white square and his name is, you, like, Quibi also, but I can't. You,
0: you know what doesn't no research. matter? Anyone who's a spirit in Smash, they don't matter.
2: QB?
1: Quimby? Hey, no one that's a spirit in Smash matters. All the fighters in Smash are spirits in Smash.
0: Okay. <laughs> I think <don't,
3: laughs>
2: you, you walked into that way <laughs>
0: Michael, is this being run by like a company with money or like is-, is this some fly-by-night guy trying to scam people because that's what it sounds like? So,
1: apparently, I I did do a little bit of research because I had never heard of this company. Um, they are a uh, short-form mobile video platform that's supposed yeah. to launch in April mm-hmm. of next year. Yeah. I'm, Where are they get the money? <laughs> I don't know cuz that's I'm a smelling scam. That a,
0: that's a Nickelodeon property, right? The Legends of the Hidden Temple was I think a Nickelodeon show, right? No research. I feel like it was. Ooh. All right. I'm going to go with I watched it on Nickelodeon. That I, sounds right.
1: I have to imagine it was. But uh if you know the answer because you're probably screaming at us if we got it wrong. <laughs>
2: uh
1: that would be trash at We Were Gamers
0: <laughs> uh, podcast at WeWereGamers dot com. No. But I actually like. There certainly must be people that listen to this podcast that know this, and please tell me. Cause Are you I'm actually curious? curious. That, okay. Yeah, I want to know. Like, what was that? I'm not going to research it. So okay. someone else. Well, told
1: no me. one got gacked on it.
0: No, that was so uh, right. No, we're yeah, we don't have a
1: a positive or negative. But I mean, did anyone mean. get
0: did anyone get slimed on guts? I don't think that ever happened.
1: That's definitely Nickelodeon.
0: That was definitely Nickelodeon. And yeah, oh, I don't yeah. think anyone got slimed on it, so I think you might be okay, maybe. Are they, or did they, are they wrong. get the I dude? Don't know. What's the dude's name? Oh,
1: the guy who hosted it? Yeah. Ooh, um, what was his name? He's probably old. They probably don't want him. Hey man. Uh, this is like a pure, pure nostalgia-driven thing. So I kind of guarantee you that they're into. I mean, they're making it for adults, right? Right. So I mean, that's the hook, right? Is the nostalgia? He, they, he that's how they. That that's how they want time. to
0: draw people in. He's got to be like boomer age. Hey, dude. There's no ageism on this podcast
1: because literally. <laughs> His name was something weird, like, it was something strange, like, Tim Boggs or something. Of
0: course, with like- You could literally name any name whoop. and tell me that's who it was, and I would probably believe It was you.
1: short. It was like Tim Boggs. I don't know. Somebody's going to also be mad. Put all of the things you're mad about <laughs> us talking about Hidden Temple without doing the research about it in one it email.
0: Andrew probably just named, like, a 1915 baseball player. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, Wade Boggs? I feel like, Boggs, every, name, every, I feel like an, every name is L- the name of a baseball player from Wade, the 20s. <laughs> maybe that's
1: why. Maybe I'm just thinking of Wade Boggs and his amazing mustache. He did have a nice mustache. He did have a nice mustache. All right. Now that we've gotten to Wade Boggs, are they going <laughs> to do the moat and the, like, the games and all that sort of stuff in the jungle?
0: I feel like they have to. Yeah, that's my question. It's like, how are they going to make them do the BS thing where they run into the room and have to build a stupid statue, and all the kids I lose? Like, I
1: feel like they'll the still steps build, of knowledge. Which ones are the still steps? Still of build knowledge? the. I think that's right. I think this was the steps of knowledge. No, that's the no. The steps are when they pound on something. When would they build the thing? And that, that was at like the very it's,
0: end. It's during the temple run. It's the part where everyone loses. Oh, yeah. Okay. So once one of the teams has
1: knocked all the other teams out, they send them into the temple. Right. Trying. To I want to know. Maybe why after like that thing was on the air for a few years people hadn't memorized the temple layout i think they changed it i think it was modular
0: i think that but i also think the show may have been rigged (laughs) (laughs) yeah also you
1: never even if it was the same i think they could put the temple guards in different places when did you assemble the monkey that's what i'm talking about you build the the statue oh i thought you said the block the blocks you build blocks
0: no, no, you, like, build a statue or something, and that's what you're talking about, right? I think yeah. that's it, at the okay. end. How does an ab- adult do that and make it hard? <laughs> they just give him 5,000 tiny little pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Sift through this sand and find puzzle-piece-sized things and figure it out.
1: Yeah. In an actual... Oh. Ju- okay.
0: This is odd. All of it's odd. Right? A little bit? I think it's a weird way to redo that show. The whole thing with that show was that it was like a straight up game show for like 80% of it. And then the like weird jungle theme stuff comes in near the end. It was. Well, that's my recollection anyway.
1: But it was also kind of like a kid's version of all those Japanese game shows, right? Where like.
0: Certainly in that vein, yeah. It felt like that. It felt like a weird themed only version of Double Dare.
1: Yeah, okay, Okay. sure, yeah.
0: It was like they didn't have any non-themed games, like Double Dare just has like, dive in this pool of weird stuff. Man. And like, they didn't have that in that one because that wasn't themed. I think that this is time for me to like, say
1: that I thought for at least five minutes, at least five minutes, I think it was last year? I was at a Target at Christmas time last year and they had a Legends of the Hidden Temple board game. Okay.
0: All right. The brand is still strong, I guess.
1: They had it. I don't, I mean, without this existing, I don't, I don't know why they had it. <laughs> right. Like, like I guess yeah. if this show had come back and then they. Someone did it.
0: owns the brand and is like, how can we keep making money? And they're like, yeah, board Nickelodeon game? likes
1: money. Yeah, why not? Uh, I thought about it for a while. The ratings on
0: BGG are okay. Let's say in the gutter. Let's first off though, <laughs> you're going to Board Game Geek, which is what he's talking about here. A a group of people who rate games that are impossible to play in one sitting for a week, basically, as like these are the best games ever. <laughs> are they going to rate Legends of the Hidden Temple good or like no, maybe? <laughs> It's like, you're biased audience here, you know? I guess. That's maybe a good point. It's just like, they're going to say, like, oh, man, you want to know it's a good game? Europa Universalis. <laughs> <laughs> Twilight Imperium, you know? Twilight Imperium that, is a good game. It is, but it also takes sure. seven weeks to play. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, five dedicated people and a person who sits around and reads the rule book the whole time. Wow. So, like, you know, I mean... I'm sure that game is good. I've never played it because I've never been in that situation. <laughs> I just want time for that situation, right? Like, Yeah, I have, who does? I have Battlestar
1: Galactica, and I sometimes I look around and I'm like, ooh, that complicated game looks really fun. But if I have time for a complicated game, I think I'd just rather play Battlestar Galactica.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have those thoughts also. It's like, ooh, I heard a lot of good stuff about Gloomhaven. I should play this. And it's like, yep. If I had people over to play a game, which I wouldn't, but if I did, yeah. <laughs> then I don't know that we would do this, and we would probably do something else. It's like
1: the that. same reason my miniatures collection has matriculated away from the home. <laughs> yeah. You know, like... Yep. Who, who has... Okay, first of all, I'd have to call you or go to a games workshop to play 40k. Mm-hmm. Then we would have to find time to do it that's like 4
0: hours uninterrupted basically. Okay, so find
1: 4 hours uninterrupted. Now, you would have to find a time that you're available, which is a weekend because you work 5 days a week. Mhm. I would have to find a time that kids are gone, mm-hmm. which is usually on weekends. <laughs> so we're lined up there, ish. You know what I mean <laughs> like
0: Yeah, it's it's tough. It's Playing board games as an adult, games like that, is very difficult.
1: Right, but that's the thing. You want to pop open, like, Puerto Rico, and everybody already knows how to play, and you're like, cool, let's get this done in an hour.
0: Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, let's play, like, four games of Dominion in this hour, and then be good. And, And Dominion's just, I mean, maybe it's not as
1: fulfilling as it probably still would be to put down all my Space Wolves on a table and look at them that I painted, and measure stuff and, like, roll to see where my scattering of a mortar goes. And, like, mm-hmm. that is, I'm sure, still more satisfying at the end of the day if you had the time to enjoy it than, like, well, I'm going to buy all these villages because that's the best card in this game. Yeah. Uh, but Dominion yeah. is still 90% as satisfying if you're able to get sit down and get in four games.
0: Right, totally. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I hear you.
1: Thanks a lot for that moment, Michael. You're responsible for yep. everybody that got bored and fell asleep there. <laughs> before before we leave this behind, I have to ask, who was your team? Oh, my God. Everybody, um, everybody had a team that was their favorite.
0: So uh, I'm going to answer this first because uh, a friend of the podcast would literally hit me if I didn't say the yellow barracudas. Oh, you might get hit because it was the blue barracudas. Uh, Wait, he has their, uh, the logo, Little logo, the the fish are are yellow, yellow. but the background is blue. Yeah. Yeah, The color was based on the background. Damn. I'm going to get hit. Um, Bummer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think that it was either with, there was a monkey team, right?
0: The green monkeys. Yep. Is that a good team? Definitely a monkey team. Is that a good team? Were any of the teams good? No. I just mean, them
1: randomly. Like, if yeah, you're a cop, know. you say Red Jaguars. <laughs> sure. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, then there were the uh, the less loved teams, the orange iguanas, the purple parrots, and the
0: silver snakes. I was going to say, there was a silver team. I didn't remember. I'm pretty
1: sure Green Monkeys was the one. With the, They had a yellow logo, too, I think.
0: Yeah, I think all of the logos might have
1: been yellow. Who's the winningest team? If you know the answer, oh, please! Now that is an answer that goes to podcasts at weweregamers.com. dot com. Yeah, please tell us. Okay. Yeah, okay, but Michael didn't answer the question. He asked. Oh yeah, mine was uh, mine was also the blue barracudas. Okay, the house divided though. I'm sticking with green monkeys. I think that's good. Oh man. All right. Uh, Thank you for that, Michael. I I don't think I'm signing up for QB to watch it, but I am curious to see what <laughs> happens. If they're actually running through a jungle I, or if they do the steps.
0: I really want it not to be a scam. Yeah. Hope's
1: dashed. Child, childhood, <laughs> childhood me wants it really not to not be a scam. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of having time for things. How much time, Michael, have you had for your new toy? <laughs> Zero, because it wasn't supposed to show up until tomorrow. How how satisfying is that as an adult, where you're just like, if this had happened to me in college, there's there's I mean, absolutely I mean, I no way. If a class. if a video game system showed up on my doorstep two days early in college, I would never have gone to class. <laughs> I yeah, don't mean to right bury now, the well, lead or right your announcement. Finals. Yeah, well... You know, some people thought finals were more important than others. Those people are engineers, and the others are not.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, wow. (laughs) Pretty sure I still would have gone to class. Just saying. I was paying money for those classes, Andrew. Got to get my
1: money's worth. (laughs) Oh, yeah, man. Don't get a degree that doesn't pay you back, I guess. Or whatever. Uh, Some of us just had take-home finals. I were, I, I don't want to step on your announcement, man. Get on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I uh in a post Black Friday deal, I picked up a switch. Huh? Yeah. Oh, so a Cyber Monday deal. No, it was a post Cyber Monday deal too. Uh Giving Tuesday deal. Uh yes. It I was mean, on I'm Giving Tuesday. Nailed
0: it. <laughs>
1: First <laughs> try. Was-
0: One of the many days of our (laughs) ever-present, all-capitalist, all-the-time society. I love it. Where there can be no leisure, there must only be (laughs) consumption. I
1: love that there is an anti-capitalist holiday after the two capitalist holidays that has become a capitalist day.
0: Oh, it's beautiful. Giving Tuesday. Good job. Every day can be used for consumption if you believe hard enough. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you even have to believe that hard. Oh,
1: my God. That was a big mistake to try and take a drink of water. (laughs) oh oh god I'm gonna have to run that back and listen to it again thank you (laughs) for that one okay switch yep give us the deets I got it I has it Um, so it's the new model okay Uh, so you for sure got the new version yes I was very careful about that because a lot of the deals on both Black Friday and Cyber Monday were for the old version in bundles Oh, okay, right. The new, the new, this is not a Switch Lite to be clear for people. Which is the handheld only one. You got the dockable one that has Joy Cons, but the upgraded battery and processor. Yes. Cool. Yep. So it is the, um, it came with the limited edition uh, Mario Red controllers, which I think were only originally offered
0: in the Super Mario Odyssey bundle.
2: Uh, that's yeah, right I want
0: to say the you all get, red ones were uncommon you had to get a certain one yeah yeah. you
1: haven't been able to buy them separately the only other single color ones I know of are the ones I got which are green
0: uh, and yeah. the gray ones which right the, there yeah. is one you can get that's all gray and they've sold that one for a long time I was time. very like, surprised
1: I, I was really super shocked that the Diablo bundle didn't come with the red ones too but, you know, make it gray and put stickers on it, and people will buy it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. back to the good Switch that you bought. <laughs> what did it come with? Uh, so this one came with, I I could not find a deal for a bundle that came with games that made sense. Um, it was either games that I was not interested in, that I couldn't recoup the value of, Um, or it was games that I was interested in, but they were with the old model. Mm. Uh, so this one came with a, uh, carrying case, uh, Mario Bowser carrying case and, um, an e-store credit. Nice. Can you put games in the carrying case, like little Switch games in there? Uh, (laughs) you know what? I don't think I've opened it up yet. Oh. Because... He hasn't question. even he hasn't
0: even played the thing for real. That's he hasn't true. carried it anywhere I'm, yet. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, <I've, laughs> man, this is too early because I gotta know once he settles into is he a handheld guy? Is he a you know, it's like we we're so divided, JJ and I, on how we play our switches. You know. Yep. I have played mine docked to play Mario Party with four people. That's the only time I've played it docked. Um So it's I'm Obviously, it's too early for that, but we're curious to know. Um, The the case is a good thing. Like, you really will want it, even if you're just packing it up to take it somewhere with the dock or something. Yeah. Um, I I agree about that. I think having any case is worth the money. Um, there's questions about how much you spend on it, but anything that pads that thing is a really good idea, especially because those Joy-Cons are so delicate. I'd be worried about snapping them in a bag if you weren't too careful. hmm um that's cool, man. The eShop credit's cool because there is rumors, and I, I don't know if they've been substantiated yet, that their Christmas sale is coming and it's going to be way bigger than Black Friday. Like massive like 80% Who is discounts. They? Uh Nintendo's eShop Christmas sale.
0: Nintendo having giant sales sounds like I'll lie. They've never done that as far as I know.
1: Um so there were a bunch of things on sale. So I I got it set up last night and I was sort of tooling around in some of the menus um and I I jumped into the shop and there were several well, things already on sale. I have bad news for everyone about this and it sucks to say this as a proponent of games, indie games and buying things on sale. People on the eShop have figured out that there's a little section that says hot deals or whatever on the left-hand side. Mm
2: -hmm. So if
1: you put your dumb game on there that costs $3 on every platform and you put it on the switch at $8 and then put it on sale to $3,
0: it's always in the hot deals section. Yeah. So again, seeing a sale where it goes up to 80% off does not ever interest me because the good games are not actually discounted like that, and if they are discounted like that, it, what it means is they people are illegally manipulating the price to raise right. it to make it look like the right. discount is. Bigger. So they haven't police. By the way, that, is illegal. Which,
3: yes,
1: <laughs> it
0: makes me upset that they haven't policed that yet. But it's indie developers, so and to be fair, not just does this happen on console platforms. This happens on PC all the time, also. Where yeah. it's also illegal and they don't police it. It's pervasive everywhere, yeah, it's but it
1: feels especially bad on a Switch where this has never been a problem on a Nintendo platform before because they were so closed off. To right, Now in, that it's
0: more open. Yeah,
1: now that it's more open. So, uh, I, I did, uh, hit the Twitter real quick and N- Nintendo UK has now confirmed on 1219, the Festive Offers 2019 eShop sale begins. So. That's a Nintendo-sponsored thing. I'm assuming that means that a bunch of Nintendo things like maybe Super Mario Maker 2 and stuff like that might pop up on sale there. And I think there are definitely some stuff in the eShop that obviously isn't on cart, so you can't buy it physically, um, that are really good games. Yeah. So that eCredit is going to come in handy if you save it for a sale. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So you guys, you guys touched on it a little bit. So I wanted to to ask a recommendation from you of one game related and one non game related thing that you would recommend. And Andy, you can't say Smash. Yes. How are you gonna cut Cause, recap cause me? Because I, like, I already know I, that that's what you're the first I thing think you're gonna every go for. <laughs> every listener on the face of the planet just sighed the biggest sigh <laughs> that you've ever heard in my entire life. Okay, JJ has to go first. Then, okay. Can I so, sub? Can I subcontract Smash and be like a thing inside Smash? No,
0: no. <laughs> okay, go. So you're looking for a game related thing and a, a game non- recommendation,
1: game- and then a, a non-game related recommendation. If it's software, hardware.
0: Okay. All right. So, wait for Switch specifically, or just for yes. whatever. Okay. Yeah. So. For Switch, almost certainly, I think the the recommendation for me, also on brand here, is going to be Fire Emblem Three Houses. I think that's the, the clear for me. Although, for you, Michael, you may want to consider Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Which I
1: already have a copy of, knowing right. myself, because I bought it when Amazon was still doing pre- pre-order discounts.
0: Never mind, you're good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and say Fire Emblem Three Houses, that's a great game. I really liked it. Even though I haven't finished the second playthrough, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say other people should do it. Uh, the non, non-game thing is a little tougher because there's not a ton. Of, I mean, there's not a ton. I, I don't do much with the Switch that isn't game stuff, right? Right, and you play yours mostly docked, so, so I treat it like yeah, like it was almost closer to a PS4 or, it, or something like that. So. I think getting a good Pro Controller is probably something you're going to want to do. Man, Especially- I, was,
1: I was holding my tongue. I was like, please, please, <laughs> please tell
0: him to get a Pro Controller. <laughs> Especially if you're going to want to try and play Mario Maker. Uh, yeah. Which uh, I think is, now that they've done that, uh, the most recent update for that is maybe actually worth it again. <laughs> um, Kind of missed the initial zeitgeist, so it was like, you know, not great level output but people are back in it now so it's a good time to play Mario Maker again. Uh yeah, that's where I think I would go. The, the or, you know, if you don't want just the Nintendo Pro controller, there's like 700 other controllers that people use with switches. There yeah, are actually that are, some
1: that some people swear by like um there's a Hor- Hori Hori? Yeah, Hori. Pro. Yep, there's a but they make like an expensive, you know, Hori makes a bunch of stuff and most All of it's kind of, of cheaper yeah. and stuff. Um and they make one that's a pro one that people swear by the D-pad on in case you really are into that kind of thing.
0: They also, uh, there's also one, uh, the Pokin controller, I've heard a bunch of people. is the big one, yeah. I've heard a bunch of people Smash. swear by the okay. D-pad for that. Yeah. I've also heard a bunch of people say the 8 bit dough ones yeah, are good. Yeah, 8 makes some good stuff. So you might a, want that
1: Pokin one if you don't go with a Switch one. Although, Switch has been kind of notoriously bad with third-party peripherals so far.
0: Yeah, so I have the, like, official Nintendo Pro Controller because it was available when I was buying it and on sale, and I didn't know about this issue. <laughs> um, and it's been fine, but I also don't play Smash or have, like, you know, I, I play Mario Maker, but I'm, like, I'm not good at Mario, so it doesn't, like, affect me that much. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah, that that's definitely my recommendation. And, actually, I probably play, like, 90% of my games with that Pro Controller. I very rarely use the Joy-Cons, unless I'm playing, like, yeah, like... Um, Mario Party or whatever.
1: I think that I have a lot of hardware stuff that maybe isn't a recommendation, but is stuff that I have found useful a couple months into owning it. So you kind of have to wait and see. Like I think uh, JJ's suggestion about getting a pro or, you know, a standard style uh, controller will pay off no matter what you do. Yeah. Mine may not pay off, but there are things that maybe you want to keep on the Amazon cart for later, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I got a glass protector for my glass, um, but with it on, it makes it a little bit snug in the dock. So if you're docking and undocking all the time, maybe it's not the best thing. Gotcha. But I knew I liked playing it mobile and I was tired of seeing smudgy smudgies all over the place and I got (laughs) worried about scratching it. Um, after I got a case, it's not a case, it's like a, a snapback, um, I guess you have to call it a case, but it's not like a felt zip case that you put it in. Um, if anybody has seen me recently with my Switch, it has, it looks like it's a old school, uh, almost like a, what was that Sega handheld, the Game Gear, with the big handles on it. Oh yeah, because the they sort of like wrap around. Y- yeah, so because m- while I was playing it handheld so much, my hands were cramping because it's just kind of a it's like holding an iPad and then trying
0: to use a bunch of buttons. So the Joy Cons are unbelievably tiny for adult hands, my, and if you are going to use them or need to use them for whatever thing, yeah, it will. You will feel so much better using some other controlling method.
1: I mean, I have a. I have like a nine and a half inch handspan. Uh, it's very uncomfortable to use long term without some sort of palm support. Um, in that com- configuration, so I I got that to kind of like bulk up the switch. But both of those things, I think, are are like, hey, I love playing this handheld. Okay, you need to get something, you know, to protect it while it's handheld. Um. Also, I don't think you need extra Joy-Cons, so I'll just throw that out there.
0: Yeah, I mean, unless you're going to be playing Mario Maker, or, um, it's like, Mario Party, I think. You know,
1: if you got a U, one. a Wii, you went out and got extra controllers. Yeah. At least one. Uh, I don't think you need to. All right. So that's hardware. I don't know if I'm. this is going to be my experience of the year or not, so I'll just throw it in here. Absolutely, positively. Download the three free things you get and sign up for the online service. Mm, okay. So sign up for the, the online service. It's cheap. You have an eShop credit, so that'll count. Um, and when you buy the service and any games, you get coins, which will take cash off of whatever games you buy. Yep. Um, and then download the NES and SNES because they're fun to do. Once you do that, but the main recommendation and why I say you should sign up for it is so you can play Tetris 99. Yeah. Awesome. Tetris 99 is awesome. And, JJ, yes, last week, mm-hmm. last, I don't know, last Sunday, they added an update and you can go get all the themes you missed. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, all the, all the themes that have been added as, uh, like, limited time things you can now buy with the currency in the game, which doesn't take too much work if you play a little bit.
0: Even if I would just only want that original Game Boy theme and then never change yeah, it. Yeah,
1: now you can... Yeah, <laughs> you could get it after playing probably two or three days. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And, like, not a lot of games either. Just even as, you know, get lucky on the quests and take the in-game currency. I think that if the... $10, I think it is. It might be 20 but I think it's $10 to upgrade Tetris 99 to get the offline mode and the play versus com- computer mode and all that. Okay. Um, if that's on sale during this Christmas sale, I'm probably going to upgrade into that just because uh, it has Marathon, so you're not competing against people in, mm-hmm. that, in that purchase. Um, yeah. If you don't like the idea of competing against people, the other thing they just added for free is another game mode which is not the 99 players. It's four? I think it's four teams instead. So you're put into a block, and you're like, okay, I'm on yellow, and then you help attack players in another block, the red block,
0: the green block, the whatever. So it's Tetris 99 go? Go? Or isn't it like, it's not really Tetris 99, it's more like Tetris. Tetris. Seventy-five because it's twenty-five of you against yeah, it's basically seventy-five yeah, 20, other people <laughs> yeah, exactly right yeah. Uh, so that's an interesting mode too.
1: I, that game keeps getting updated and it's a weirdly fun, and pretty snappy on the Switch, and that's the only way to play Tetris on your Switch. So enjoy. I think, it. <laughs>
0: that's, a, I think that's a good recommendation.
1: Plus, it's free. All right. <laughs> well free if you get the online membership. I I think that online membership's worth it, especially is yeah, I mean, you're a Mario guy, so you're going to end up playing Mario Maker without our recommendation. Yeah, probably. So you're going to need it for that anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't get Mario Maker if you don't have the uh the thing. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's a pretty good I mean, just it's such a good deal compared to all the other systems It kind of just doesn't make sense. Not to get it if you're gonna actively play your Switch. All right, okay, we got it. We got it. Yeah, we, we gotta it. move on. Don't we ask other any other we got the, I got the download. Okay, we gotta get to the last thing today, you guys. There's maybe two component classes left, and this is a big one. Maybe the biggest one, possibly bigger than the computer you've built. In my case, it's currently true. <laughs> it's definitely stare, staring us right in the face. It's mm-hmm. staring you right in the face. How did we miss it this long? Uh you did all this work, Michael. To make such a beautiful machine. What what do you what how do you <laughs> tell it's doing anything? <laughs> I gotta see that output somewhere. Uh huh. Component class, guys. Monitors. Oh boy, here we go. If you thought keyboards and mice were a personal choice, <laughs> get ready. Well, actually, there's oh. not as many personal choices with monitors, I think, as you think. Not, uh, Maybe not as many as there used to be. It kind of comes down to how much money you're willing to spend, right? That's the real... <laughs> that yeah, is the yeah. personal part. <laughs> yeah. The rest of it is like, buy as good of one as you can afford. Yeah. So, <laughs> So we talked about video cards earlier we told you during video cards to pre-plan what connections you're going to need we're going to talk about a little bit of those today and what benefits they may offer you let's just Mm -hmm. say up front don't buy anything with a VGA on it unless well you shouldn't be building your own computer if you need a VGA
0: well VGA (laughs) basically is obsolete at this point so if you're using it you have some kind of weird specific reason and you're not listening to us for this kind of advice (laughs) (laughs) Modern video cards aren't going to even include a VGA port anymore, so there's really – you're not going to even have the option. Maybe they have DVI, and DVI even is kind of going – DVI, you
1: need the double double DVI for it to still keep up with modern refresh rates and stuff. Right. But, yeah, I think the first place to start is there are ranges of costs with monitors, and you can get a pretty good one in the $100 range.
0: You can get an absolutely fine, completely workable ten eighty p monitor that will do good for gaming or showing movies or whatever you want to do on your desktop mm-hmm. for a hundred dollars. no problem, absolutely. if you're building a gaming p c you might as well start at expecting to spend at least three hundred, yeah, so that's the real trick and if you want to get fancy right. Mm-hmm. you could spend $10,000 on a monitor if you wanted, Ooh, right? Yeah. Now, don't do that. Yeah. Or a series of monitors,
1: right? You could you could end sure. up with like a nine-monitor
0: so display. I personally would, uh, after having done this for so long, I can't live without two monitors. I just can't. I won't use any computer that doesn't have it anymore. So I have to have two. So it's always a series for me of like, do I want to replace both monitors now or am I just replacing one and now I'm going to have to deal with like two different monitors and that causes a whole series of issues? I have down the line personally upgraded in succession so I've
1: like slowly like okay this one gets replaced that one gets replaced cuz I also yep. am in a two monitor
0: setup. This one yeah, gets replaced so, that one gets replaced. And so that's like kind of the the cadence there for for me, but if you're starting from nothing obviously Start with one, <laughs> you know, <laughs> get get the second one after you feel you need it. Uh, and, you know, let's talk about the other connections, right? So there's, uh, we talked about uh, the double DVI, DVI-D. Yep. That's uh, that's a pretty less common these days, but was very common. Yeah, VGA is out. Uh, we talked uh, right. about that. HDMI is HDMI? a very big one. Like your TV. Same absolutely, connector? Uh-huh. Sure.
1: Same <laughs> limitations.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. So the HDMI has issues uh, and limitations in that there's handshaking involved. There is a protocol involved. You need to know which version of HDMI it is if you really want to get the highest frame rate and the highest pixel count and stuff. Yeah. Like if you use a old HDMI... A uh, card or an old HDMI monitor, you might not be able to get 4K over that thing. Yeah, they have a, the data throughput buffers. Right. Uh, and so then, uh, if you don't want to do HDMI, you're left with DisplayPort, I think. Or, or mini DisplayPort, I think.
1: Thunderbolt. Which uses is Apple only. Apple only, yeah.
0: Yes. So you're not left with Thunderbolt, you're left with <laughs> DisplayPort. <laughs> I mean, there are adapters to DisplayPort, so. Uh yeah. Is- so so it is a uh dis- I, I think these days display port has become pretty ubiquitous. It's it's become
1: predominant I would say and yeah. uh in 2010 or well, fi- like 2015 it was kind of like newer and having a lot of handshake issues which have now right. kind of been resolved. So if you hear about that type of stuff update
0: your firmwares and you should be fine. These days, I think most monitors are either doing HDMI stuff or DisplayPort stuff, and those are kind of the two directions you're going to go,
1: or both put together, or they
0: have, or they have one of each or something. Yeah, but that side is more likely to be determined by your video card and which ports it has than the monitor, right? Right. The monitor is likely to have multiple versions of or multiple different connectors there. Uh, The video card is less likely to have a bunch of extra ones, so. I think that's kind of it for connections, but then we move on to literally everything else (laughs) about
1: the monitor. Well, there's also a lot of monitors. I guess we should just talk about it in connections. A lot of monitors have uh, USB throughput also.
0: Oh, sure. They'll have a USB port uh, and allow you to plug USB Um, devices into the sides or the bottoms or the tops or wherever. Uh, and you need to run an extra cable from your desk down to the, your computer, or wherever it is, uh, in order to make those work. And if you don't do it, those ports will never work and will do nothing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, they don't uh, put through, totally put through the uh, display port?
0: It depends. Uh, yeah. uh, it's possible that some of them go through display port, but I think most of them use a separate USB. Oh, okay. Uh, um, that one was a question I had because I don't know how that works. Uh, you're I no, believe, uh, hmm. I believe anything is possible, I believe, but I don't believe they go through the, I don't, I don't believe the display port acts as a USB hub. I believe they have a separate USB hub. That okay. Just that one USB. might. I, hmm. That's how the ones that have that at my work. Okay. <laughs> I. My office work.
1: That one might be one we need to clarify, but I think that there are definitely ones that I've seen dual cables. And some that I question, but uh, I might just be picturing something wrong. That one's just, anyway, moving on. You're probably yep. more than right. Uh, the, uh, you got a next stuff that si- probably. Size? Size. Size. Yeah. Inches is something you'll see right off the bat. Michael, and how big is your monitor?
0: Uh, mine is 22, 22, 22. inches. Uh, JJ? Uh, I have a 23 and a
1: 24. Okay. And I have a 27 and a 21.
0: And these are measured like TVs in corner to corner. So that is the the length from the upper left to the lower right or vice versa. But... Uh, Not across or up and down.
1: But distance from corner to corner, size-wise, may not mean much of anything if Michael, let's say... What are the pixel dimensions, right? Yeah, you're talking right. about your resolution at this resolution. Point. Yeah, oh, okay. so mine, mine is a widescreen, so it's sixteen eighty by ten fifty. Sixteen eighty by ten fifty.
0: Oh wow, that's oh, like that's a 16 cinema. By no, that is not sixteen by nine.
1: No, it's sixteen by ten. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, 16. okay.
0: So mine is Crazy. also sixteen by ten.
1: Uh, which wow. is. 2560 by. No. Wait a minute. 2560 by 1440. That's 2K. That's 16 by. 1440
0: is a. Is 16 by 9. That's a 16 by 9. Yeah. That's 16. By 9. Uh, I have a standard 1080p monitor, and I have one that is 1920 by 1200. Yeah. That is a 16 by 10 ratio yeah.
1: also. So, mm-hmm. those are. It's kind of interesting, you know, TVs and monitors have done kind of the same thing where they were all four by three, which was an old square CRT TV or monitor was, you know, it, it mm-hmm. wasn't square. It was four by three. Um And then they kind of slowly transition into 16 by 10 first, I think.
0: Yes, 16 by 10 was the standard like computer office monitor. That's how I like how I thought of it. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're going to a computer lab in college. All the monitors are going to be like this because this is the way your bulk monitors worked.
1: And now 16 by 9 because that's what TVs are doing and they're kind of both sitting in
0: the same vein of function these days. Basically, the 16 by 9 stuff has kind of predominated they still make the 16 by 10 ones because people weird people like Michael and I prefer it in some cases, (laughs) Uh, but they are generally a more expensive and b hard to find. And you need to look for them and be careful about which ones of those you buy, because you may be getting older technology or whatever that just because they're like, Oh, we don't make this size anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not their priority for sure. Of course. Right. Uh, and also, you know, video and all that sort of stuff has moved to the 16 by 9 format generally. Yeah. So stuff is going to fit better on that 16 by 9 screen than it is on the 16 by 10. And like you I said, you also will end up with weird graphical stuff sometimes in games where they won't support your 16 by 10 resolution. True. It yeah. happens less and less these days, but there are still people who don't support arbitrary resolutions on PC games. <laughs> and God, that's really frustrating yeah, you when you can literally just get stretching. You can just get the list of supported resolutions from the PC and just support whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so be aware of that if you choose something that isn't standard.
1: And of course, you know, this is where people talk about 4k, right? And that's all, it's yeah, all
0: resolution stuff. Um,
1: and, and the big, the, the, you know, the higher the pixel density the resolution the more expensive it gets so a 1920 by 1080 monitor much like any cheap $300 LG TV will be much less expensive than a 4K Acer computer monitor right totally um so this and is all stuff you'll find in your budget
0: yeah and the the resolution you pick again is going to determine not only graphical fidelity, but how much desktop space you have, right? Sure. Uh, yeah. Stuff like that, which maybe doesn't seem that important to you. Uh, but when you move from, say, a 1920 by 1080 monitor to a 2K 1440p resolution, all of a sudden you're like, oh, I have so much more space. It takes a <laughs> long time to move your mouse from one corner to the other, guys. It's huge I'll tell you, Wow. I'm on a 1440 and it is <laughs> massive. This is, this is big. Um, and then all of a sudden, after like three months, you're like, my desktop is full again of stuff. What did I do?
1: <laughs> I don't have um, enough room for all these, these all windows. These, How come all these windows? Yeah. What
0: happened? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you get used to it, but th- that is certainly a consideration. Uh, and then the second consideration beyond resolution is going to be refresh rate.
1: They're, I mean, the, not the only, but the second, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: But it, it's the next one that comes up generally because okay. it, usually the way that people will talk about it is X resolution at some amount of hertz, hertz. or at some amount of frames per second, right? Yeah,
1: so that's the thing to know Zero hurt, they say hertz because it's about the amount of times the screen can refresh. It used to be from top to bottom, uh, not yeah, how many all- frames could go through.
0: Yeah, the the refresh rate, which is what we're talking about here, it is listed in hertz because that is literally the technology's limitation as to how quickly they can flash a new picture onto that screen. Right. Assuming a new picture was coming in that fast, which may or may not be true.
1: Which translates to the fastest frames per second you can do on a monitor. Right.
0: The fastest possible, right? All right.
1: So, Michael, oh, yours? <laughs> um... Very commonly, 60 hertz was the I think, thing.
0: I think mine is 60. Yeah. yeah. I, most PC monitors are probably going to be either 59 or 60. mm mm-hmm. uh, Then you start getting into the weird stuff, Andrew. Yeah, buddy. Uh, I'm there. I'm in it. I, ha- I have <laughs> a, a monitor that is 120 hertz. I'm 144 hertz, baby. And now there's people doing 144 and even other weirder... Res- uh not resolutions, refresh rates. Hundred and forty four hertz on this bad boy. And those are it just means you can't have more frames than that, right? Right, right. Uh and the the,
1: the I'm loves... not gonna get
0: 144 Hertz from most things. But <laughs> you have the option, right? I have if you the wanna option. see Quake run really fast. I have <laughs> I have it could. has caused me problems
1: with Skyrim, especially. Because if you run we could talk about sync. G Sync and the computer mm-hmm. tries to run Skyrim at 144 frames per second. It's going to be bad. Uh, <laughs> objects do not move at the correct speed because that game was programmed to cap at 60 frames per second. Mm-hmm. So, so when, you'll die from collision about, with objects flying through the air. <laughs>
0: and just talking about G Sync, and that is a monitor technology uh, run it's a by. Monitor Nvidia. and video card technology. Right. Uh, and there's a whole thing, but basically what G-Sync does is eliminate tearing. Which again, we're kind of getting off into the weeds here, but basically... is important
1: but, to talk about if people are building a gaming PC. We should talk about sync and G-Sync, which are the two options you get.
0: What happens with tearing is a frame is being displayed on your screen, but because the refresh rate and the f- number of frames being displayed uh by your computer aren't lined up correctly. you can get a part of a frame and then a a little band somewhere usually near the top or perhaps the bottom of your screen that is just a part of a new frame so it's like you get a picture, but like imagine you're uh this the frames are scrolling down like a film would right and you're just it doesn't line up perfectly on the screen. there's like the edge of the next frame on the top or the bottom. That's what tearing is. And it happens pretty commonly in games if you are trying to push like a lot of fidelity or something or very high refresh rates, right? Like lots of frames per second on maybe something either that can't handle it or on something that's refresh rate doesn't really line up with the number of frames you're putting out. Mm-hmm. Which is why video games often have the option for vSync. Which, if you don't know what that does, if you're having tearing, you click that vSync button. Tearing goes away. <laughs> uh what FreeSync and G Sync do, the two competing technologies, one by AMD and one by NVIDIA, do is basically make the monitor and the video card talk to each other, and the monitor will refresh at the rate of frames that it is getting. Which basically makes tearing impossible and provides this really smooth and cool looking motion. It is when it works. Uh, very difficult. Yeah, when it works, <laughs> it's very difficult to explain in words. But if there's like you can go onto their websites and see like simulations and videos, and you'll be like, "Oh, I get it." I so I encourage people to go look up like how FreeSync looks or or G Sync uh, and and look at it if you're curious. And it's a technology also that you can
1: you're going to end up paying money for, right? Yes, this you will pay.
0: A, it is a feature that you have to spend extra money on to get yep. on your monitor. Yeah. And make sure your video card supports it before you do that,
1: yeah uh, um, so that's response consider, time, sure. I guess is one other thing we didn't talk about, which was uh how fast your pixels can actually uh change from white to black, so that's important in video gaming mostly because of the like so let's say let's say you're uh staring at a scene in the snow, right and you whip around and there's a cave behind you and it's mostly black the the frames per second may keep up but your pixels may not be able to pop in super quickly most monitors now have milliseconds worth of of response time so it kind of doesn't matter well
0: Uh-oh. interestingly Uh-oh. a millisecond here we go it, so it, a millisecond right is only good if you're not putting out more than a hundred. If your refresh rate isn't so high that it's now refreshing faster than one millisecond, right? I like.
1: I like that you got ahead of me.
0: <laughs> sure. It's the it's the math here, right? So, like, yep. if you're doing more than a hundred frames, or right, I yep. think it's a hundred, right? Uh-huh. If you're doing more than a hundred frames per second, yep. your your response time is going to be a big difference, right? because they won't be able to switch fast enough to keep up with the high frame rate right but if you're doing say 60 frames a second you'll have no issues yeah so that's a case where uh
1: it, yep. usually I the say, it kind of doesn't matter
0: unless you're going to get into yeah, the 144 hertz club or 120 or whatever yep. but like the monitors that support the higher frame rates they know about that and they don't put ones with like really slow response times in it because literally this would happen but a lot of
1: people will see the response times in there and that's what that's about Um, because the the monitors that have response times advertised there's a reason they're doing it just to prove to you that you know you're not going to get a bunch of weird pop in
0: there's uh, a bunch of other like I don't know more side concerns uh, depending on what you plan to do with the computer beyond gaming contrast maybe well, not just contrast, but if you care a lot about, like, color and color accuracy and those sorts of things, mm-hmm. there are tons and tons of people that know way more about that than me. But it, it that certainly can be a concern, and you should look up that stuff because every monitor is different. The way it reproduces color is different and could need to be calibrated uh, in order to give colors the correct shading yeah. and correct tint so that it doesn't look weird.
1: I'd, I'd throw out there that there's two stats on every monitor that we might want to t- to at least mention, which is um, which are contrast ratios and and brightness uh, CDM squared, which uh, you know a lot of a lot of the visual stuff on there is is easy to break down. Contrast ratio, you should probably get one that says it can do a thousand to one. To make sure that you get deep rich blacks instead of washed out screens.
0: They, Uh, that contrast ratio one people have gamed a lot now and now they're listing is, oh, it has like 50,000 to one when mm, not actually. So that one is, 1,000 to
1: one is the visual acuity there. So so everything
0: above that is software. And so, that's the part where, like, you can't necessarily trust what it says right. for that so one, unfortunately.
1: read reviews of the monitors you're interested in. Yeah, that's the Someone has tested it to see what the actual contrast ratio is of the screen without all that stuff turned on. So, if you right. see 150,000 to 1, you might want to have that one checked because it might actually only be 500 to 1. And you're going to get, like, weird washed out stuff without good contrast with me, which means you're not going to get co- good color rendition. The other one being brightness, uh, CDM squared, which is... If it's above 200, you're good. Just if you're really worried about that, um, you don't want a monitor that's to be too bright, but you want it to be able to produce enough brightness to create your colors and contrast. So
0: 200 is a good number. There's also some like, I don't know, even tertiary concerns you want to think about. These are more like build quality issues than necessarily issues with the monitors or the technology itself. You want to make sure there isn't any uh, what people call ghosting in monitors. Which is potentially caused by the backlight, the light behind the monitor, not switching on and off when it should. Mm. Uh, also, you want to make sure that there isn't light leaking. Oh which, man, which Do can happen either or- of you
1: have light leak?
0: No, because no. I get rid of the monitor as soon as I see it. It's yeah, unbelievably annoying, <laughs> and, and it happens because. Oh, well, I don't know exactly what causes it, but you'll uh, see it around the I edges. Can explain it if you want. <laughs> and, it just to explain what it is but like around the edges of the bezel of the monitor there will be it will be brighter because the backlight is coming through somehow which so i don't two, really understand
1: two two ways this can happen one the monitor is over tightened and it's squeezing the lcd and so it it creates a a patch of um unequal pressure near a screw or the the L C D is not properly coated and glued down to the back LEDs. And so you get a, a weird air pockety type thing that's go you know creating like a, a refraction. Yeah. There can be two ways
0: you get light leak around the corners. Which are why I've said they're build quality issues rather yeah, than I have. And that's the kind of thing where you want to read reviews of people doing the and, and having tested it and, and real customers who have bought the monitors and said like hey this thing has these kind of problems or whatever
1: i live Um, with a little bit of light leak on one of my monitors because it's in a corner
0: it can be fine if it's out of if it's out of the way it may not be a problem like oh it's only in the upper left of this monitor and i don't do stuff on that monitor really then maybe you can live with it but it more than a little bit and i would just either return the Return the monitor or get rid of it because I can't stand that stuff.
1: Which is a uh, you know, if you buy the monitor new, not a problem. But if you are thrifty and you want to sure. maybe buy a refurbished monitor or something like that, you may not have that option. So just to yeah. keep keep an eye out for light leak when yeah. you buy a monitor, if you can. I don't know, Michael, yeah. if you've run into a lot of light leak in your time. I I've no, I I haven't really. Yeah. I mean, I've run into it, but never with
0: anything that I've had. Oh, okay. Also, Dead Pixels. Uh, oh, that's more... That, oh, no, no, that's, that is a
1: no-go for me. That's dead way Pixels more are really annoying. tough.
0: And these days, or at least the last time I bought a monitor, which to be fair has been a little bit, but the last time they put like limits on when you could return a monitor for Dead Pixels, which yeah. I thought is insane. If yeah. there's a single Dead Pixel, I want a refund. <laughs> yeah. Um, but apparently, at least the last time I bought one, they were saying, oh, it needs to have more than one. That had two okay, but if it's only one, they won't take it, which I thought is insane. One is insane. Wow, I, no, I wouldn't yeah. be able to stand it. I could not have a dead uh, pixel a green it, it, or it, or whatever color green, white, whatever. Yeah, and, and yeah, it's basically just a stuck part, a, a stuck dot on your monitor that can never change. And as long as it's on, it's whatever weird color it is. Nope, and that sucks. No uh way. So if you get that, return it absolutely. Yeah. Um.
1: Gosh, I think there's one more thing to talk about in monitors here, which is uh, TN, VA, and IPS.
0: Uh, yep,
1: the and panel... I can explain these um, if you panel want. Panel technology. Yeah, it's basically the technology of the stuff that runs the screen, right? Um, TN being twisted pneumatic, VA vertical aligned... And IPS, which is in-plane switching, which are how the LEDs work, basically, right?
0: Yeah, the the thing um, to know here basically is generally IPS is best, I think. IPS is best, though, if you are going
1: to be a Fortnite professional streamer gamer, you want a TN display. Because an IPS display is kind of limited to 144 hertz, and a TN display can easily and
0: much more cheaply get to that range and higher. Uh, okay, so there are uh, there are considerations there for sure. I know IPS ones are generally more expensive, yeah, and so that's a, you know what. If you are if you are this far and you're worrying about this, good job. Because good this job you. doesn't <laughs> yeah. really matter in yeah. the grand scheme of things. I bought an
1: IPS display because it has the best color rendition. but um, Yeah, why? I was going to say,
0: this stuff generally ties into like how closely you want the monitor. color. And
1: stuff, yeah. yeah, all that stuff. So, yeah. so man. The, I'd say it's important to... I don't know, maybe, Michael, you can weigh in here being maybe the most frugal <laughs> of us when it comes to the monitor <laughs> situation, maybe the most level-headed. Um, I went with maybe something on the, a little bit more of the expensive end of like, I think it was like 300-something bucks refurbished, but it's a $600 monitor. Because it, okay. uh, in building my computer – I wanted to walk away knowing I had maybe a technology that would last me two, three, maybe even four computers. How do you land on that in terms of where where your price point and, and stuff is? Because I, I, I'm kind of thinking you want near the current tech. So you're not stuck with a VGA monitor because it was cheapest. And then the next time you build a computer, the VGA connector doesn't work anymore. Yeah, so I'm I'm probably getting close to the point where uh, where I'm going to need to start looking for a new monitor myself, um, given that this one is is has been good, has been really good, but it's, it's starting to get just a little old. Um, but I think the monitor is one of those things where I might be willing to spend a little bit more for something that's a little bit more towards cutting edge, just because it it more than almost anything else is what you interact with. Yeah, right? and, a, and a monitor, a, a nice monitor can last you through multiple computers, if, you right. know, depending on if you build your own and depending on how quickly you swap out components or, or start over, um, the monitor, the monitor can last you through two or three boxes. Yeah. And I think the last one I got was a, was an HDMI and that's kind of, it's, you know, starting to run its course, a lot of people have switched over to DisplayPort, like JJ was saying earlier. So this new one I got, I guess I'll just throw it out there, is a a refurbished Acer XB270HU Predator, (laughs) because it's for gaming, (laughs) Um, which is QHD, which is the 2K monitor with G-Sync, 144 hertz, came with a DisplayPort. Um, and I actually just bought a second one so that I'm going to have two identical monitor- monitors in front of me. I don't know that you you don't run a dual display, do you? No, I I don't run a dual display, mostly only because I don't have the desk space. Yeah. I I run two at work, and I love having two. And I know JJ and I were talking earlier about, like, you know, if you upgrade, upgrade one at a time, you kind of end up with monitors that may be a little slightly different shape or size or whatever yep. else, um, you know, like, to different inches, etc. Um, but I've been staring at this one in the middle long enough, and I I like the 2K look. I like the 27 inches, so I just in this computer build finally ponied up and bought a second refurbished one from Acer. So it had the light leak warranty if needed uh, hmm. <laughs> um, to kind of just change out the dis- the other side display to be equal. But moving into the DisplayPort world, it kind of keeps the monitor. So it can last you a lot of years, which I think is a good, you stay within your price point, build a budget, but when you're looking at connectors and stuff like that and resolutions and things, you know, 1920 by 1080 is good, but it's not the future maybe. Yeah. When you're buying, I don't know. You have any other advice for people on monitors there, Michael? I mean, I think we've hit on all the big stuff. Yeah, um, I don't plug anything into mine with a USB. I don't know if that's really needed. Yeah, I don't think mine actually has a USB. The fact that I don't know tell, probably tells you all you need to know. <laughs> good point. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't... There's a lot of... You could get really, in, really really into it, like viewing angle. your Your pixel pitches. I don't know. It's None of it's worth knowing about <laughs> beyond, I think, everything we covered, really. Yeah. But, I don't know. If you people have other questions about monitors or we weren't super clear about anything, I don't know. Or we got a whole bunch of stuff wrong. No. You know, <laughs> other than whether or not DisplayPort carries USB, which I'm too lazy to look up, I'm pretty sure I'm wrong and, and it doesn't. And you need to have a USB hub device, which means you need to connect it via USB because it wouldn't make any sense for it to run on DisplayPort. There's not enough bandwidth in that little wire, you know? Yeah. Um, you probably don't need to correct us on that. JJ got it right. <laughs> um, yeah. But if we got something kind of a little bit wrong or not clear enough or whatever, where would you do that? Yeah. You should hit us up at podcast at we were Um We love getting email. We'll read your email live on the airwaves. Um, and, uh, we could. you know, we could we <laughs> could if you okay. if you don't put us in our place too hard yeah be nice about it yeah um you can also get at us on social media uh we are on facebook twitter and instagram all at we were gamers and you can and definitely should go check out the uh sweet new subspace transmission episode on our youtube channel there you go we're coming into the end of the year so keep an eye out in the next week or two for our End of your moments wrap up. I don't know. What did we decide we were going to call that? I don't know. We just got to come up with a good name for it.
2: Maybe. I don't know. Do you still want to talk about Battlegrounds?
0: I mean, I'm still playing it. If you want to talk about it, we could, but.
1: Not much has changed, really. I had a really bad run. I guess we can just talk about it now since it's not that interesting. Okay. But I got to like 5,300. Nice. And then I got all the way back down to 4,800.
0: <laughs> I was going to say I was up at 5,100, uh, two days ago and I'm now down at 4,900. So <laughs> it seems like a very harsh
1: cap around 5,000 of like,
0: players that know
1: what they're doing. So, yeah,
0: I was so shocked in this last game. The last game I got fourth. Uh and two people died at the same turn, so like it was both of us were fifth technically, mm-hmm. but I gained four points. <laughs> so many people. The first person got out really quick and then the rest of the people lived yeah. for so yeah. long.
1: Yeah. Around and it was like I noticed You that. couldn't
0: you couldn't like you had to just like if I tavern tier up I'm going to die. Yeah. Like yeah. I can't I can't go to to tier 4 because I'm hear? just going to lose. Can you hear that? Hear what?
1: The microphone keeps activating cuz the wind is buffeting the house so hard. It's crazy. Um you- it seemed to happen right around 5000 for me that I noticed that everyone just stopped dying immediately yeah And like dude, you'd dude, hit dude. a guy that had one health and all of a sudden they seem to have just like gone on a tear and you're like where where did you get all these minions i don't understand or like games that i i watch people at higher tiers play the game mm-hmm. to try and learn weird tricks like mm-hmm. what to do to keep reform from tripling things that you shouldn't and like how to use Shutterwalk more effectively. So, like, I watch players do that, and I learn stuff from that. And then I watch like Crip last night and gets like fourth, fifth, fourth, 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 third, second, first. And I'm like, dude. Sometimes my boards are better than these, and I just get knocked out. Like last last night, I played a game where I had two of those Wrath Weavers and the new Demon. All three of them over fifty
0: fifty. And a dude that I Uh, had... All it takes is one guy to have poison and you lose. Uh, Well,
1: So a dude that I had wrecked earlier had one Murloc. By the time I got back to him, because no one somehow managed to do any damage to him, he had a whole board of Murlocs which he had like at least two um, triples of and got uh, the Megasaur both times, so he had Divine Shield Poisonous on everything. Yep. And you're just like, well... Cool. That's 25 damage all of a sudden. Mm-hmm.
0: One of the games uh, I played either earlier today or yesterday, I went from third place to dead in one turn. Yeah. I was eighth. I've I got seen, eighth in that game.
1: I've been in games where I'm just like, I'm picking the best minions I could possibly pick. I don't know what else I could possibly be I'm playing correctly, and I'm just hemorrhaging health. There's no way to stop it.
0: Yeah. It happens. Right. I'm not on anyway. tilt about it, thankfully. Hey, All right. Save it for the podcast. <laughs> oh,
1: we're... I mean, I recorded all that so that we could just... <laughs>